thing. So I think that going back to the drawing board a bit to really hone in on who your customer is and who you want it to be, and then knowing that your pricing is justified in that. You're reinforcing the value. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everybody. I am so excited. Do you want to know why? Because this September, HubSpot is having its annual inbound conference. You know that we are so proud to be part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. This September 5th through the 8th, HubSpot is hosting its annual inbound conference in Boston. They're bringing together so many amazing leaders across business. I'm talking sales, marketing, customer success, operations, and more. It sounds like such a great time because it will be. You're going to be wowed by the speakers. There's going to be dozens of them, but there's also going to be speakers like Reese Witherspoon and Derek Jeter. I mean, talk about wow, right? This conference is the place to be for business leaders who want to learn about the best sales strategies, marketing tactics, and strategies for growth. If you want to know how to scale your business in a sustainable way, Inbound is the place to be this September. So I love that it's both entertaining and educational, so you can have fun, but also walk away feeling like you've learned something. Plus, it's a great way in time to connect with other business leaders, business owners, and network and make some friends as well. So 100%, these tickets are going to sell out crazy fast. So visit inbound.com to get your ticket today. Hey, hey, friends, and welcome back to another Product Boss episode. We're so excited to be here. And remember, we're Jacqueline and Mina, and we help you get more eyes on your business, improve your systems to keep more money in your pocket, and double your revenue by adding on revenue streams to your product business. So we love to get into the nitty gritty around here, right? There's workshop style podcasts. Um, Sometimes we talk about personal stuff happening, but today I think is a good one, a pretty timely one, a relevant one, and something that we were asked by one of our multi-stream machine students. Right. This is, we're doing an ask us anything kind of series. So you'll see it sprinkled in to the summertime. Um, It's our, one of our ways of really adding some fun into this, um, the summertime podcast. So this question is from, um, do you want to read it off Jacqueline? Yes. And I do want to say that this might not be as fun, but it's helpful and relevant. Yeah, definitely helpful. Yeah. This this, uh, student wrote, I'm not sure if the economy is taking a toll on my business, but I feel like I'm losing a lot of sales from increasing my product prices. Our sales are 50% less than last year, and we're increasing sales every year for the past three years. I understand economy may have a factor in the decreased sales, but I feel like I need to reduce my prices again. I have reduced costs in all areas I could buy, but it, that I could. 
I'm able to reduce the price a little, but I'm really getting worried when this is supposed to be our busy season and it was 50% less than last year. I'm sending out tons of quotes and no sales um, before we were making sales left and right. Both myself and my husband live off this business and it's getting worrisome. So I think the first tip that I would give this student is you could always lower your prices again or you could offer a sale on your higher Mm -hmm. prices and see if that drives it, right? Because the thing is, is when we teach you, especially within our program, we teach you to raise your prices and have the right margins. Overall, having the right margins is essential for you to eventually be a profitable product-based business. But sometimes it may not work. Like we helped a cookie company once and she went from $1 to like, was it like five dollars? Yeah, I eventually think she went to, Yeah, she landed she, on three dollars. Yeah. yeah, I think she raised them to five dollars, and then people stopped buying. So she went back down, and she found like three dollars or three dollars and fifty cents a cookie. So the thing, all we can tell you all to do as your coaches and within our programs, and this is not this isn't not a, a very common question because a lot of people are like, I raised my prices and I still am getting sales. Mm -hmm. But if something like this happens and there's a slump, I think you have to kind of navigate and test and try different things and find out, is it the economy? Is it the raising prices? Is it the customer that you've already established that is not used to the higher prices? Um, But you don't have to be stuck here. It doesn't have to just be like, I've raised my prices and it's all gone either. Yeah, for sure. I think that you, when you all raise your prices, you also have to reinforce the value. So when you're raising the prices, you can, like Jacqueline said, I would say before you just decrease your prices again, I would definitely um, offer, give some enticing offers. So for example, you could offer a 20% sale on something or whatever it is. Um, I don't love the entire, you know, site-wide sales or anything like that because you are a small business, but I would play around with the offers that you're giving and see what you can move. Also, you know, I said the word enticing because I I don't think it's one of those things where all of you raise your prices and you just sit back and relax and wait for the sales to roll in. You definitely have to go out and get them. Um, just like what Jacqueline is saying is like, Uh, with reinforcing those prices, it's like, where were you getting those sales before? Was it in person? Was it online? Can you send out more emails? Can you, um, you know, do some outreach to your existing customers via DM? Um, Could you have an offer that's specifically to them, the ones, the customers that you want to serve? Could you, um, could it be an offer with like a free gift versus a discount? Could it be a bundle that makes it worth everybody's while? You know, I think there's lots of things that you could play around with before you go to let's decrease the prices again. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Especially if the margin is there. So I don't know this, this student very well, but I'm actually going to take a look and see their, their, I'm going to take a look at their business. I couldn't find the website. Their website. Did you see their business name? I didn't. Okay. I found it. Let's see. Okay. Oh, okay. So this person does home decor with purpose, custom elastic fitted cushion covers, alternative to reupholstering. So, um, all right, let's see if I can find this website and see what I think is happening here. So depending for all of you, right, and going back to like what Mina was saying, it could be one, it could be the business that you've created and the customers you have. Two, it could be that while she looked at how to reduce prices, maybe in fact, 
Okay, actually, let me step back and say this. When I help people, and this is a sellable product, when I help people think about manufacturing and what their pricing is going to be, a lot of times when they're making it themselves or they have like a smaller type business, you can kind of make less of a margin as a business owner, which you're okay with because you're getting the sales. Now, a lot of times I'm like, okay, let's go approach a bigger factory. Let's go approach someone who could sew upholstery, for example, and say, these are our products. Give me production prices on them. How much would it cost to make me 100 of them? How much would it cost to make me 200? How much would it cost to make me 1,000? And then what I tell people is then they could figure out industry-wise or like working with a factor or outsourcing if it will ever be possible for you to sell it at the lower price that you're hoping for. If it's not possible ever, then you're going to need to reconsider how you sew it, make it, the materials you use. You're going to have to reconsider the raw goods. Um, or you're going to have to realize I have to price it at a higher amount. I don't know. Does that make sense as I'm explaining it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so for sure. You know, I think that, you know, let's go back to that first part that you said that it might be the customer, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, it might be instead of, you know, if you're not reaching them online and they're not making any um, sales, you, you as a student probably should go back to maybe, let's say the collaborations and affiliates, a module in multi-stream machine and see if, because it's home decor, I'm, I'm kind of looking for her website right now too. I found it. Um, are there adjacent industries with, that you could partner up? Maybe there's different places that you need to find your customer. Could it be interior designers? Could it be um, uh, pop-up shops? You know, at like right now, like around here at least in Iowa, we have like lots of places that sell patio furniture, pools, um, that sort of thing. And a lot of her her stuff looks like it's for RV or outdoor um, and that sort of thing. So I think that going back to the drawing board a bit to really hone in on who your customer is and who you want it to be, and then knowing that your pricing is justified in that, you're reinforcing the value. And so we already know that your pricing is justified, but you said you have room to play around with that, right? So it might be, hey, I'm going to do a pop-up shop at this, you know, outdoor furniture place, or maybe it's even like, you know, I don't know, let's say outdoor furniture place. You know, we have one wicker in the works, you know, specialized ones around here, you know, and um, let's say you decided to do that and you decided to do a pop-up special. That gives you buffer room for you to play around with it instead of going straight to, I'm just going to adjust my prices. I think there there's probably like a go out and get them that needs to happen in this fluctuating economy, but there definitely is the only, the, that's not the only solution of, is to lower your prices. I want to test it out some more is what I want to say. Hey friends, it's podcast recommendation time. This month, we've been loving the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast hosted by marketing expert, John Jantz. He is such a genius when it comes to marketing. If you haven't listened to his podcast yet, he shares many insightful marketing tips, strategies, and resources for small business owners and marketers like you. It'll help keep your business growing. I like that he does it in a way that's both easy to understand and entertaining. He recently did an episode about AI tools, which we are obsessed, and you can use it as sort of research assistance to enhance what you're already doing, coming up with ideas and creating powerful marketing strategies, which we all know we could use more ease in our lives, right? It's a really interesting episode. He definitely knows how to open your mind up to new ways of doing things involving marketing and business strategies. Definitely give it a listen. 
Listen to Duct Tape Marketing wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Product Boss. Okay, this is for you. The other day, we got a message from Lolly asking us if we had a referral for a great inventory management software to help track raw goods and on-hand products that were ready to sell. And you know what we told Lolly? We sure do. Not only do we have a resource for inventory management software, but we have over 308 other business tools and resources that will help you effectively run your product-based business. Now, this ranges from packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools, and so much more. You will have everything you need to grow your dream product business today and at no cost to you. Yep, this is totally free and you can download the Product Boss Ultimate Resource Guide right now by heading to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Again, that's theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Now back to the show. Hi, I'm Virginia Lynn Peterson. I am the owner and founder of Swoop, and we make loungewear out of Anchorage, Alaska. I found Product Boss about two years ago, and I hold near and dear to my heart. What they say all the time is, is that there is room at the top for all of us. And they support me, and I support them, and I couldn't ask for better mentors in growing my small business. Yeah. So I think for me, what I would do is look, if we're kind of, you and I are kind of getting into, into the coaching aspect yeah. here, but the first thing you do, if something feels like it's not working, right, we can say, oh, I raised my prices. It's not working because I raised them. We could say it's the economy. But what we actually first have to do is understand the root cause. Why? So if I was coaching her specifically, I would say, okay, what does your site traffic look like? Is your site traffic down? Um, so I would actually start to look at some examples or details of that. And if you are, and she is a multi-stream machine student, so we teach you how to like navigate that. We talk to you about heat maps, all these different things in your business. You can go and say, all right, no, I am getting the same amount of customers. They're still landing. They're just leaving. Or what's the rate of your abandoned cart, right? How many people are abandoning cart? So first I would look at site traffic and say, is there a dip there? If there's a dip there, then it might not be that sales came to a halt because you changed your prices. It might be that there's something happening with reaching more people. Um, maybe you've stopped sending emails. Uh, you know, there's there's different things there. Now, let's say you're like, well, my site traffic is the same and it's not converting. Okay. Then that means they're ending up on the site and maybe they aren't buying because the price is higher. So that would give you an example of trying to find out like what's the root cause. I think the second thing where Mina was going was like, what are the strategies you can do to turn it around? So what can you do before you change anything? What can you do to think about boosting sales, right? Sure, you could reevaluate your, reevaluate your pricing strategy. You can even put it on sale, not to get it all the way back to the bottom, but like maybe 20% less and see if that moves any product. Um, you can send a message to your community and say, you know, as global prices rise, like our prices have also gone up, but we're still here to offer you the same incredible customer service, X amount of days shipping, incredible quality of the products. Like you could really think about how you're going to talk about your products and tell them why paying you more is worth it because of the customer experience that they get with you. Right. So I I think think there's a couple ways to play here. So these are custom elastic cushions for RVs, indoor, outdoor furniture, boats, ottomans, benches, a whole lot 
right? I what my question is is that does she, is she going to focus on the RVs? Is that what's making her most money? Is it the boats? Because there's it looks boating like season is right now on her website. It looks like she has those. Do you see the the bestseller? Yeah, the dinettes and the RVs. So, you know, she might want to focus on finding those RV customers and seeing those if those are really her top customers, right? Dig into the RVs, use the SEO module, um, figure out how you're talking to them right now. Maybe they're visiting national parks. Maybe you talk about how when you're in, I I can't remember, third or fourth grade, you actually get a pass. They're getting out of school right now. but you, any third grader in the nation gets a free pass to every national park. I think it's I think third it's graders. fourth grade. Is it fourth grade? All yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. But, so speak but to also, your customer in a more valuable way. Also, if the price has gone up, then you actually may want to change the images you're using to be more trendy. So she's got these yeah, really cool, like, um, like gingham elastic Yeah, the buffalo covers. plaid one. Yeah, yeah I agree. So then you can, I'm not going to say she's going to do this, but Brooke of Be Happy is an RV influencer at this point. And um, people pay her to share their products. And I'm not saying her, but like you could find people like that that have really cute designed RVs that talk about how awesome and easy it is to use these, how they wash really easy, how if you've got kids here. So I do think sometimes, and this would be a thing, is if you do raise your price point, there is a customer for you if it's represented in the imagery. So I agree. So we can keep I it cheaper. I wouldn't call it Buffalo even, right? Because don't you feel like she should, you phrase it as gingham. I would have phrased it as buffalo plaid check, for plaid. Um, picnic plaid or something, you know, because of picnics being really in right and now. But really, Buffalo feels very like fall to me. Well, click on that because there's some really okay. cute colors. Um, If you look at the other colorways that it comes in. Oh, yeah. Super cute. So I do think neither of us own RVs, but we like cute things. I do think when all of you are thinking about something like this, it could also be the value you're presenting. And now listen, we're just like really quick digging in here. We're riffing here. Do not like take what you want from this. But it could be that the price does not reflect the value they think they're getting or the, the perceived value. Yeah. Because yeah. you she can needs to sell. elevate her images. Yes. So I think you could, if you elevated, even the way you show some of the products, because right now they they could be pictured as cheaper products, which would uh-huh. warrant a cheaper price I agree. point. I think she could style it so differently with being relevant to spring. It could be more like outdoor picnic stuff that's a little bit more elevated looking, you know, even in the stoneware or the dishware that she shows, you know, pictured with it. Um, But I think that you really hit the nail on the head. When I opened it up to click on this separate page that has all these other colors, I think that she could definitely even elevate the perception of value to match the price just by doing photos alone that would have it styled in specific ways where the lifestyle feels aspirational. You know, it's crazy. I just put mm-hmm. in, I, I Googled Buffalo plaid RV mm-hmm. um, to see images because that was going to be like my place of inspiration. And actually her product shows up in the top row being sold on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the image, because I, I this image is reflected to me. Is it hers? Yeah. I don't know why that it's in 16 carts right now. The price on here says $1.75 or more. 
says, oh, it's for a fabric sample or you could buy the product. Now, here's my other question. So did you raise your prices on Etsy and your website or where are you seeing the drop in sales? Because the other side to this is if you're selling to somebody on Etsy, they might be looking for a cheaper product versus if you start to really drive your business forward and think like what, um, who's the right customer. Now there is this other company here that I see um, that does I think RV it's because Etsy's used to custom. So here's the thing is that these cu- these fitted cushions for the RV are actually custom elastic fitted cushions for the dimensions they provide. I right. think that you absolutely should start with the standard dimensions because there can't be that many for, you know, different things. Just like if you're selling a dog harness, there's only so many sizes of dogs, right? You can give a standard one. Um, for like small dog, medium dog, large dog. Um, but it gives your customer a place to start from that they don't have to go and measure something if they have a specific, if there's a very common size that you're getting, let's have them start from there and eliminate some decision fatigue in that elevated customer service that Jacqueline was talking about. So as you see Mina and my brain start to work and coach, and this is something that we do within, um, we have multi-stream machine next level. We, when, if you work with us, um, where we get our eyes on your business, this is sort of sometimes some of that feedback we'll give and, and it's taking us a, a little bit to get there, but we can give you all the standards sort of like, this is what it could be. Then mm-hmm. if we were to dig into your businesses, there's other things to look at that I think that people would still pay for an entire set. Because if you ever try and buy outdoor cushion covers, like some umbrella fabric to cover your deck chairs, they're so expensive. Oh, yeah. Like, I haven't bought them because they're so expensive. So, like, way more than this, like, $379 uh, cover. So, if you can reflect in the imagery, in the quality, and in the photos... And then attract customers that have really cool hip RVs and like you become the go-to place for those people that it's a solution to their problems with your images as well. I think that you could keep the price the same, but it might take a little bit. Now you can use all the other strategies we gave you here and anyone else that's kind of like experiencing this. Um, But that would be kind of like, we haven't talked about how to survive it, but that would be sort of, I guess, our prognosis or like how, yeah. where to start. For sure. I think that we gave her a lot. Um, that's kind of what we do in um, Multi-Stream Machine. Um, our students can um, upgrade to what's called MSM Next Level, where they get monthly coaching calls with myself and Jacqueline. And you'll see that we went deep on this one, but you can see how that can be relevant to a lot of different businesses. It doesn't mean that just because you don't sell RV seat cushions that are seat cushion covers that it doesn't pertain to you, right? You can start to see that a lot of this, um, a lot of the pointers and the questions can pertain to all of you that are even listening, which is the benefit of having a coach in your corner. I also do think that for her um, and for all of you, this is a coaching um, little tidbit too, is that she's not agitating the problem. I have no idea what the benefit of these covers are. Is it because, you know, hey, while you're traveling, you can put these on and then throw them in the wash after you get back from your travels? Is it because, you know, make a mess and don't worry about making a mess? You know, is it um, like, what's the problem you're solving? Um, along with the benefits that you're offering. So right now, I think there's just two 
That's another way that you could do it is that, oh, okay, it looks like it's easy to remove and store. That's the benefit, right? But what, why, what problem is caused or what is the problem? Is it that these are, you know, hard to get out? Uh, are you creating stains all over? Do you need to cover up all the stains in your RV? Here's something that's easy to remove. Looks like you're having a picnic every time you're going to, you know, t- travel with your family in a national park, whatever it is. You, I think, does that make sense as far as yeah, like... Yeah, I think uh-huh. there's like the functional problems you're solving, right? Like stains, old um, old stains instead of cleaning them. Um, a lot of people get a... Uh, like, what's the purpose? They're machine yeah. washable. You can pull right. them off. It's like, how are you piquing my interest to pay yeah. more? The way you pique my interest is by provoking the problem. Right. So those are those functional pain points. There's also the... Um, what's the word? Like fashionable or like the emotional pain points. Yeah. So there has been such a trend to have really cute, like cuter than my own house. Uh, again, we call Brooke, it be logical, happy. which is the benefit or the features versus the psychological, which is the desire, the aspiration. So how many people, and I'm sure all of us have considered at some point, like maybe we would get an RV or a, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what are the silver ones called? Um, people love those. Scamps? No, no, no. Oh my God. You all know what I'm talking about. They're really like the old the Volkswagen Beetles. <laughs> no, this, I'm not your customer. I'm, I'm thinking with a line. Oh my god. Okay, but we've some of us have imagined like getting an RV silver or streaker, a, sil, silver stream, silver stream, Str- yes, stream, yes, multi stream machine. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's a silver stream. Yeah, well, like, I've heard that. that before. Yeah. Nope, that's a beach. Uh, mm-hmm. RV, 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 RV. Let's see what People it is. People are screaming at us right now. <laughs> They're literally airstream. Airstream. Thank you. It's like I knew it was like streams to streak. Airstream. We got, was like we got 30 to close seconds enough. Of stupid. <laughs> Okay. So, um, so there's been people who have looked at that and said, oh my goodness. And then people follow people on Pinterest that redo their airstreams or they redo their RVs and like, gosh, I wish I was that cute. And I wish I was Pinterestable and like all this stuff. And they have no idea, which um, is me, how I would ever do it. Right. So I would either have to buy it completely finished from somebody that did it and pay more, or what would be my hack to getting that look without having to be super crafty or super um, like a great interior designer. So the psychological point is, here's your easy peasy hack to updating and upgrading your your trailer or your RV to look cute, right? And it could even be, I already have like an entire marketing idea. Like you could do a reel of like, take it from this to this. And it's like a mm-hmm. potted plant changing I up the that. cushion. I love that. It's aesthetic. So when yes, you're thinking aesthetic. about... about psychological, and we're going to end with this because we're going full deep into this coaching (laughs) question, I feel like, is that when you're thinking about aesthetics, it's like whatever (laughs) they like desire, right? So it's, it could be, for example, like the words that Jacqueline was using, it could be, um, you know, traveling in your RV, but do you want, you know, the country life, the simplicity look, the you words like simplicity and country and fresh air and those types of things um, also really benefit the photos and the lifestyle and the desire that you're reinforcing. And that is how you raise your prices and 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 keep sales uh, moving along, right? Yeah. And then the idea of surviving the slump or navigating it, because we were speaking specifically to this 
particular question. But for anyone out there that is needing to survive a, a slump and how to navigate decreased sales, I would go back to the idea of the same thing. I would look at it and say, is there a problem? Is there something kind of like broken in my business, right? Understand the root cause. So first go to that instead of a big assumption. What's the root cause? Less traffic. Maybe you haven't sent out emails. You haven't been doing shows. Something ha- is happening in, around the globe. Like something's happening. It could be seasonal. People are with their kids. And the last few years are not always appropriate in terms of data. We even know this from, you know, show up rates and how, when people are around with us, because the last few years, a lot of us were home still. Even a year ago in 2022, it was like that tiptoeing out. So our data might be skewed from the last year. So I think look at that root cause. Then come up with strategies to turn things around. What can you do differently? What might feel uncomfortable, but would boost sales, right? It could be a sale. When we tell you to offer sales, it's to um, move product. So I have a client right now that hasn't been making sales, but she also doesn't send emails. And I was like, okay, you want to clear through this inventory. Let's just do a 50% off sale site-wide on the inventory you want to clear out and send the emails. She Mm -hmm. sent the emails and 30 minutes later, she got her first sale, right? Yeah. So come up with strategies to turn things around. Think about your marketing efforts. Think about your your um, offers that you're creating. Are you reaching the people that you need to reach out to? Yeah. Right? Is it new partnerships? Like, should she go straight to Airstream and see yeah. if she can collab with them? You know, go into the collab and affiliate, uh, affiliates module, like what I said, you know, for a multi-stream machine. I think there's a lot of strategy that can be done here before you... Um, lower your prices because then you would be giving some of your price to, let's say, the the wholesalers, the resellers of whatever that partnership were to look like. So I think that there's a lot for this business specifically, but I think for all of you, know that surviving a slump means taking action, imperfect action. And it means, okay, how am I going to test this? How am I going to? And it's going to take a lot more than just playing around with price. Otherwise, you're going to go to the point where you're always going to be racing to the bottom. If it's just price alone that you're dialing in, then it's going to be very difficult to survive a slump because you actually need to validate, you know, whatever price you're lowering or increasing it to. Yeah, you're not absolutely. a discount brand. People with RVs are not discount driven. So you can justify these prices for sure. Well, and if they are discount driven, they could also not be your customer. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, or I loved up- how you said update this for because I felt like when I thought when you were saying that it really made me feel like I was that customer. I'm the more modern glamping version of that versus the old school retire in an RV. It was more so I, you know, want to update and refresh my RV to feel a bit more modern but simple. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So hopefully you can use this example of this company for ways to pertain to your business. Sometimes it's helpful hearing of how other people are doing it or recommendations. I hope this was helpful for all of you. Um, Make sure uh, to reach more people and for us to support more product-based business owners. If you haven't done so already, would you mind just pausing this episode right here and heading over to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a positive review if you find that this was helpful to you. Um, That is the way that we can impact more businesses around the world. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. 
If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.